0: Hello, my friends. Welcome to Deeper Than Dating, the best place for singles to up-level their lives and take advantage of their single time. I'm your host, Sarah Mack, breakup and relationship coach, and I'm here to guide you to up-level and upgrade your single life by building a deeper connection with yourself. I'm on a mission to help millennials take advantage of their single time so they can get over their past, stop settling in life, attract better relationships and have fun while being single on deeper than dating we will explore topics of self-development psychology of love relationships and breakups mindset spirituality and manifestation in order to deepen the relationship with ourselves which is truly the secret to deeper dating whether you find yourself still trying to get over your ex questioning all your relationship decisions, desiring a more fulfilling single life, or chasing your next relationship, this is the place to be. It doesn't matter where you're at in your journey because the answer will be the same. Dig deeper into your connection with yourself in order to attract a better life and level up. It's not about dating. It's not about the breakup. It's not about your future. It's always deeper. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Deeper Than Dating. I am your host, Sarah Mack, and this is officially episode number two. And today, we are talking about my specialty, my uh, sweet spot, I guess. And that is one of the most painful things that we go through as humans beyond... Uh, grieving the death of a loved one, but the grief that we experience through a breakup and a heartache and a heartbreak. So today we're talking all about breakups and I wanted to start start off um, early in this podcast talking about breakups because it really is what got me started on my journey into self-development world and as a life coach and a love and relationship coach for millennials, especially people in their 20s, because my horrendous breakup in my 20s, I think I was 20 or 21, um, was the catalyst to my self-development journey. And I would say has, was just such an integral part of what makes me me and who I am today. So I'll dive into that a little bit more. And I've had some other breakups in my 20s. I just, I knew one day I would build a business helping people with breakups. And I did, and here we are. So I did mention in the last episode that my first breakup was terrible and it just it brought out a side of me that I never wanted to experience or see again and him as well it just brought out the worst in us where it just got to a point where we loved each other we we really did love each other so much uh, but by the time the relationship kind of served its purpose, ran its course, uh, I decided to end it, I was, I was a freshman in college, so I just knew I needed to experience other things, he was my first love, I knew we weren't even living in the same city, so it was just a natural next step was to end the relationship, Little did I know what pain would be brought up through that experience and that just that first breakup that was kind of the beginning of it all of the toxicity toxic behavior Um, because it did not really end at that point it was like another year and a half of breaking up getting back together then breaking up again because we didn't we just didn't know how to really let go because I mean we were each other's first loves we were best friends so how can we just kick each other out of our lives and that's really something I couldn't comprehend and still have a hard time to this day comprehending how you can really be someone's best friend and love them but you're not meant to be together forever or you're meant to go your separate ways. It's really, really hard and painful to to really cut them out of your life or to see them moving on. Um, so it just brought out really bad behavior, just feeling like we needed to control each other and didn't want each other to move on because it just hurt so badly. So Needless to say it was a very unhealthy breakup experience and I am so grateful I knew I was meant to go through all of that at the, after l- looking back because it I just had so many learning lessons that came from that experience it, I never I never wanted to go through anything like that again so it did change my perspective on love and relationships and that really is what set me off to start studying love and relationships and psychology so that I could figure out okay what the hell is going on here why why are breakups so messed up and um so painful so that's what I started doing my own inner work and diving into my childhood and figuring out what was really coming up because it wasn't, it's not about the breakup and we'll talk more about that. We'll dive more into that, but it's not more, it's not about the breakup. It's not about the relationship. It is really always deeper. So I feel like everything goes back to childhood. And during that time is when I looked back on my childhood and my parents were going, they went through a breakup. They were planning on getting a divorce when I was five years old. They ended up breaking up for two years and got back together, repaired their marriage. But there was a lot of pain that happened within those two years And for me, as a five-year-old, I didn't know how to interpret that pain, so I carried it with me. And that's when, from five to seven, I mean, that's a very integral part of the subconscious mind forming in a child's brain, so I definitely took in a lot of information at that point in my life and then carried it with me up until this first breakup experience, which was the catalyst uh, that opened this wound, this wound that I had carried with me from the age of five. And it really is like a scab that gets pulled open. So that's why I encourage you I encourage everyone if you are going through a breakup, if you've gone through a breakup in the past and maybe you didn't do this this work to really dive into your past or dive into your childhood, and I highly always recommend working with a therapist if you've never really explored this area of your life because it can bring up a lot of um, past emotions and trauma and buried pain that you may not even know is there or that you've been pushing off or you can you know just start examining start thinking about your fight your family dynamics what happened from the ages of zero to seven are really important for what you are carrying your subconscious how you're showing up in your relationships what kind of relationships you've had with your your parents or your main caregivers start examining your attachment styles so these are all things that I highly recommend doing if you're going through a breakup because ideally um, you will get into another relationship at some point if that is what you want and we need to do the work after our breakups so that we don't keep attracting the same patterns that really aren't serving us and that's why it's so important to take control of your life take control of your love life be an investigator have fun being an investigator breakups freaking suck so you might as well make it fun in some way of figuring out okay what went wrong and how can I show up differently for the future and that's really what the work is in between relationships is knowing you can attract differently you can show up differently um, you you have control of your life you have you can control your and manage your emotions in a healthy way and you can heal in a healthy way so this was just a rant, I guess. I'm just starting and going off on my my rant, but really that first breakup was so freaking painful even though I chose to end it. I knew it needed to happen. I knew it needed to end, yet it was so painful. So I could only imagine what other others have been others were experiencing in breakups and it made me put a huge guard around my heart. I did not really even want to be in a relationship after that. I didn't didn't want to get close to anyone. Um but I did. I ended up I've had several other relationships since then and I have the mindset that I'm I'm just I'm grateful for each and every single person that I've had any relationship with, I truly believe that each person comes into our life for a reason at the perfect time because everyone is there to be a mirror for us. So if you are in a relationship or you're in a situationship or you're just starting to date, just start to shift your mindset to look at every single person as your mirror. They are reflecting back to you what you want Or where you need to work or heal in yourself. Every single person is coming into your life at the perfect time. I don't believe in timing, bad timing. I believe everything is in perfect time. So, as I mentioned, after that first breakup, I did start getting very curious about what what was happening in our brain because I felt like it was so beyond my control. Like the pain and emotions that overcame me um, and the actions I I took because of that pain, like the anger that comes up based off of sadness that I wasn't dealing with and wanting to control the situation – and depression and not eating or drinking or yeah not eating (laughs) um and I guess yeah drinking too much probably since I was in college but just all of the out of body out of control experiences at that time I became very curious about so we're going to talk a little bit about that today as well so What the hell is happening in the brain during the breakup? And I do love, I love this topic because I feel like everyone's gone through a breakup um, in some way or another, even if it wasn't a very serious relationship. And it really is a great opportunity to dig deeper into what's going on in your world, in your inner world, in your psyche. Um, it's usually when there is when we do go some go through something that is that painful. It can be like opening a scab or an old wound, and once that pain hits us, it just scratches the surface, and all the old pain that's been buried down deep down can start to come out. So that's why it's really important to use this experience, take advantage of, of the experience of a breakup. I know when you're go- it's in so much pain, it's natural to want to numb or distract, avoid these emotions, but I really encourage you that to use it wisely, use the time wisely, use the, your pain wisely because... It will just, it's, it's somewhere in your body and it will just keep coming up through other instances or experiences in your future. Um, and it will affect the relationships you attract or the relationships that you have in the future. But if you really learn to sit with the pain, observe it, examine it, journal about it, feel it, and know that it's going to go away, it's going to pass and it's going to be okay and it freaking sucks but you aren't alone and you can just sit through that pain and know that okay this is a there's a purpose to this pain what is really going on and i encourage you to have this thought process with with yourself it's like asking yourself okay what is really going on what is what is truly bothering me am i do i feel rejected Do I just miss having someone to hang out with? And you just start to ask yourself these questions and get brutally honest with yourself and let yourself sit with the pain. It's okay to, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to feel these feelings. The way we handle and process and deal with them is what is the most important because it's not we're not going to feel happy all the time we will feel all of these painful feelings but how we handle it is what is going to help us get to that next level or or um, heal quicker or or get the relationship that we truly need or desire for the future so going through a breakup is you is grief you are you're also experiencing the grief and lost loss of a relationship and this is really what is happening in your brain so let's say you start dating someone and all that dopamine comes in or you're holding hands and you um just the the feeling of being with someone and, and touching someone's hand and being in their presence gives you gives your brain that dopamine that maybe you haven't had in a while. Um, just having someone to talk to gives you that dopamine. So depending on how long the relationship was or how attached your brain got to this person and/or to the even the idea or the fantasy of this person, that's going to affect how you heal through the grief process because your brain is going to go through shock and for me personally even though I've ended a few relationships serious relationships I can always tell I'm going into shock where my body feels absolutely numb and it feels like I'm in a nightmare like this can't be real and that's just my brain's way of protecting me from what is coming because I know I, I've been through the process now a few times the grief of the ending of a relationship the other phases you're going to go through and experience is denial so similar to shock you don't feel like it's happening depression so extreme sadness low feelings or you don't really feel motivated you don't maybe don't want to get out of bed Or you don't want to go to work, don't want to eat, don't want to hang out with friends, you don't feel like laughing. That may happen. And again, depending on the attachment that you had with this person, then anger. You're going to feel angry towards the situation. And of course, every single breakup and situation is going to be completely different. Um, But I've seen this. I've seen this in clients. I've seen this in friends. I've seen this in myself where I do feel this anger of, it's almost like you're angry at the situation, or you're angry at the person, but it's really interesting to, if once you start to learn these phases, and observe yourself, um, it's kind of like clockwork, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to the anger phase at this point, this is going to pass, just have to deal with it, um, but something important to, note is how we handle it how we handle each of these phases so if you do feel angry it's important to express it in a healthy way Um, if you really repress your anger that's when it's going to skyrocket so you don't really necessarily want to ignore that the anger is there you can accept that it's there so this is why i recommend processing your anger through physical activity um, moving it through the body and not repressing it. So not act, don't act like it's not there. Another phase in uh, grief is bargaining. So your brain is really holding on to wanting to feel like, oh, is this really, is this really it? Can what if I did this? What if I changed this? or what if he changed this, or she changed this? And what if we just needed a few weeks or a month apart? It's going to find ways to go back, kind of go back in time to really hold on to the relationship. It doesn't want to let go. And the final phase of grief is acceptance. So your brain has finally accepted that this relationship is over. My life has changed and (laughs) I need to accept it. And that takes a lot of time. So I should also mention that these phases that of grief do they're not necessarily in the order that I mentioned and it can be up and down. It can be you can be angry one week and then back to depression. It really depends on you. It depends on the way your mind the way your brain works, your mindset, what you've gone through in your life, how are you healing? How are you spending your time? Are, are you ruminating? Are you overthinking everything? But either way, the goal is acceptance. We want to accept that the relationship is over. If not, then our brain is still keeping us uh, in that relationship in some way or another. So I'm challenging you or I want to ask you to <laughs> ask yourself if you feel like you haven't moved on yet from your ex or you feel like you've, you're really stuck and maybe it's been months or years trust me it takes people years to get over their exes and you if that feels like you and you feel like feel ashamed or, to admit that i promise you are not the only person um, but that's why it's so important to take action to move on move forward and accept because our brain truly does not want to let go of that relationship so ask yourself what stage might you be in ask yourself what are you holding on to what is it about that time in your life or that relationship that you really don't want to let go of Or that your brain, maybe you do, maybe you feel like you do, but there's some subconscious, something underneath that really you don't want to let go of. By holding on to the past and holding on to hope, that's the brain's way of staying in a relationship with that person. So even if you've ended the relationship, even if you haven't talked, you have some sort of relationship in your mind connected to that person. So we need to start accepting moving towards acceptance. So lust and heartbreak are both caused by a flood of chemicals in the brain. So the same things, the same chemicals that we are overwhelmed with when we're falling in love, or we're in the honeymoon phase, or we just start to talk to someone. um, When we go through a breakup or heartbreak, it's those same chemicals that pretty much get depleted, and, and stripped away, um, and that's why we suffer. We suffer during a breakup. It's the same thing that's happening in the brain. I feel like I always mention this this fun tidbit um, because I think it's so fascinating and it kind of alleviates some shame around um, attachment of a, of a person or a breakup. The same part of your brain that lights, up, that lights up from a drug addict's withdrawals also lights up in the brain of someone experiencing a heartbreak. So you are literally experiencing withdrawal from the relationship. It's the same part of the brain that lights up of someone that is no longer doing drugs. So for me personally, when I learned that, it made me feel... It be less hard on myself and feel like, okay, this is, there really is something happening in the brain. Uh, this really is chemicals and it just needs to do its, its process. This is, it's all a process. You're not going to be stuck like that forever. Uh, you just have to keep moving forward and knowing, okay, the brain has to go through this process. If you also feel actual pain, heartbreak, pain, Heartbreak syndrome is actually a real thing. The same neural pathways that secretes all of our reward and pleasure chemicals are also responsible for physical pain. So when we are feeling amazing and on top of the world and feeling those pleasure chemicals that we get from being with someone, in a relationship or just having attention and having love or just, or lust. um, When those are no longer receiving, when that pathway is no longer receiving those chemicals, um, then it's likely we will experience physical pain. Depending on how strong the attachment was in the first place, um, it's all connected. It's all happening in the same area. So, if you're physically feeling pain, that's very real. Do you feel like you are ruminating? Rumination is the repetitive negative thoughts that happen on loop, and it is has been confirmed and through numerous studies that it is more common in women highly common in women which leads to greater anxiety and depression so if you feel like you are so sick of having the repetitive thoughts I know that was something I really struggled with in the past feeling like my brain was broken I felt like why can I not stop thinking about this person or this thing or this event will it ever end it feels like there's a tick in my brain it felt broken so I really hope that you can go easy on yourself. Um, every single woman that I've worked with, I have a breakup school. We've, re- we've stopped lessons to really dive into rumination because every single one of them was struggling with this. So I want you to identify when this is happening and the practice of presence and mindfulness can really alleviate these obsessive thoughts. So really getting clear about, okay, what's going through your mind? What, it, what exactly are the thoughts that I'm having and what is triggering it? So is it when I'm just laying in bed watching TV? Is it when I'm just alone? Am I not spending enough time with people to distract these obsessive thoughts um, your thoughts are re-traumatizing. They may be re-traumatizing you over and over again. But I want you to remind yourself that they're just thoughts. They're not always factual. And a lot of times we start to believe that um, that our, our brain and our thoughts know everything, but they don't. A lot of times they can be self-sabotaging thoughts, keeping you stuck, in the past, and I want you to get really clear on what is facts and what is fiction. So starting mindfulness and really sitting with those thoughts, journaling, journaling it out and just letting it go. Maybe starting a meditation practice to be Practice presence. And again, it is a practice. It's like going to the gym. And so, if you sit down and meditate once and you have crazy, obsessive, on loop thoughts, that's okay. That doesn't mean you're bad at meditation, that just means you're out of practice. And I want you to remind yourself that you aren't crazy. Be nice to your brain. Because truly the brain, I mean, it's an amazing thing that we have. Um, It's just trying to do its job by protecting you and keeping you safe. Sometimes it gets a little overprotective, but if you can just laugh off some of the nonsense or worst case scenarios that it's playing out and remove yourself from The thoughts that are going through because you are not your thoughts they are just thoughts and I've I repeat this a million times because I think that's what really helped me and the power of now was kind of that life-changing book for me where it made me realize okay I am not my mind I don't need to attach to all of these thoughts that I'm having which of course you can use in any situation but especially for breakups when we start to take all of these these feelings and anything that we think um we internalize and take personally but it's not they're not all true we don't have to believe everything that we're telling about ourselves in a breakup so another thing i've experienced or i'm Mostly have experienced in the past is anxiety. The amygdala in your brain uh, thinks of the loss of the connection is a threat to your survival. So this is why and how we go into fight or flight mode, um, which can last for hours or even days. So really, our our brain thinks oh crap, like are we, we're in trouble. So this is a, I want you to think of a gazelle. So when a gazelle is being chased by a predator, the body goes into fight, flight, or flee because it's thinking, oh shit, I am my, I'm, I'm about to die. I'm, I'm going to do everything. This is beyond my, my choice. I'm going to do everything I can to survive at this point. Once the threat is gone, so if the predator is gone, the gazelle shakes its entire body as if it's having a convulsion. So just think of a gazelle. If you are having anxiety, your body, your brain is thinking that you are threatened and you need to survive, because probably because you're having some out of control thoughts that are life or death to the brain. So, literally, you can start moving your body, shaking your body like a gazelle. Set a timer for a couple minutes and shake your body. Move that anxiety through your body. So, it's a very mind body soul connection. Shake for a couple minutes. Um, I highly recommend some breath work. So breathing it out and meditation. So guided meditations, I, anything on YouTube. There's so much free stuff, so much free resources on YouTube. Just don't just sit with the anxiety. You want to move it out, move it through your body. Okay, some, something else that's happening in your brain is, of course, dopamine. So once we have all that dopamine in the relationship and then it's just taken away from us, um, we want more dopamine. Again, like the withdrawal and drug addict experience is we we want to hit. So the key is to get it in a healthy way. I don't know about you, but if you ever feel it, if you're ever going through a breakup and you think, okay, I'm, I need to like go out with my friends, I need to show myself or show them or the other person that I'm having fun, and I don't care. And um, maybe you feel like you feel like you're healing and you're feeling better by doing that, or you're drinking and you're going out. Um, but then the next day, it's like this crash, you crash, and anxiety kicks in, and you're only ten times worse the next day. All that to say that we choose how we get our dopamine, and. There are so many different ways we can get dopamine, and I'm not saying don't go out with your friends. I just want you to be aware of that. What is actually helping, and what what may be hurting, Um, especially with drinking alcohol, it's going to lead to anxiety the next day. Um, Just be aware the next day when you feel like stuck in pain again that. It's the alcohol did not help, so just please go easy on yourself and know that it'll pass. So something you can do is notice what a triggering emotional need is taking place. For example, if you feel like you you're missing dopamine because you miss touching someone um, or holding hands or something, go get a massage. Go get that dopamine from something else. You can. Hug a friend, hang out with your friends. If you need someone to talk to, call your best friend, call your family. There are other ways to get dopamine and we have to start being active in replacing how we've gotten it in the past from someone that we're no longer with. Feelings, feel your feelings, don't feed them. So there is a difference. Of course you're gonna feel feelings through a breakup What keeps some feelings lingering? So there are, if you're having a bad day or you're feeling down, why do some feelings stay around? It is because of the story that you attach to those feelings. So write down the thoughts that you're having and the feelings coming up because your brain is probably having some sort of story uh, to protect you. And this is all tied together. The rumination is really your brain on loop, having obsessive thoughts, probably about worst case scenarios or things you wish you could have done differently or fears that are coming up about the future because you're never going to find someone again or you're never going to find someone as good. And that's all thats all false, I promise you. So don't attach your, to the stories that your brain is making up because again it is just trying to protect you so I want you to know that um, you will find someone again this is all happening for a reason don't get to don't buy into the stories that are being told in your head write down the thoughts and feelings that are coming up for you um, and you can uh, identify which is what is fact and what is fiction You can laugh off the extreme stories that are going through your mind. So again, like never finding someone again, you will find someone again. So this episode is kind of lingering on and probably because I can talk about breakups forever. I have a soft spot for breakups. If you are going through one or you feel stuck on your ex, and you're wondering why you haven't moved on yet, I really hope that this has helped and just to know, just to bring awareness that it really, there's a lot going on in your brain and um, it just takes some observing and conscious awareness and action to figure out what's going on and to do the work to let go and move on for good and we don't have to rush into another relationship to move on. Um, I mean that's really everything I'm not about. I want you to get to a place where you feel like you've accepted that the relationship has ended for a reason and that something better is coming and you can really tap into your power, and loving your life, falling in love with your life again, and that really should be the goal. So um, I will probably do a part two because this really dove into right after the breakup, all the unwanted pain and emotions that are going on and the grief process, and I want to start talking about what you can do, actions you can take to really get back to yourself and get feel like you're in alignment with yourself and your life and excited about your life again. And I always call that the sweet spot, the place where you've accepted and you are happy because you know great things are coming and you can leave the past behind. And I, that's I, my favorite place to be in the world. I want you to ask yourself, how can you make the this breakup the best thing that's ever happened to you? So think about your the future you, your future life. And that person is looking back on the you now. And they're so grateful that you went through this experience and you did the work to heal everything that was coming up because it led you to this future life that is beyond greater than you could even imagine. So when you're in the pain, just think of that future version of yourself because this pain is all for a purpose it is all for a reason I swear to you better things are coming so please do the work to stay strong move forward you're not alone that's I always say that because I think it's the loneliest freaking time it's the loneliest feeling of course um you aren't alone and it is all making you stronger. So if you like this episode, DM me on Instagram at deeper than dating, share with your friends, share with anyone that you know is going through a breakup. And I am so grateful to have you here. Have a great weekend or whenever you're listening to this. Bye.